First Person is produced in cooperation with the Far East Broadcasting Company, who rejoice in the stories of changed lives through the power of Jesus Christ. Learn more at febc.org. We can live out the gospel as people before us throughout history did. We just had a mom say to us recently, thank you so much. You have made church history accessible for our family. We are about to meet a couple who enjoy making movies, films that teach children about church history. There's nothing quite like it as they use children's voices to tell the stories. Troy and Melissa Lamberth will join us for this edition of First Person. Welcome, I'm Wayne Shepherd. We present these interviews in hopes that they'll inspire you in your own faith to follow the calling God has for you. We tell the stories of people who have given their lives to Christ and follow Him faithfully. If you're new, we have archived our interviews at firstpersoninterview.com, where you can stream them anytime, or download programs using our free smartphone app, First Person Interview, free in your app store. The founders of Five Solas Media, Troy and Melissa Lamberth, have a desire to teach church history and sound biblical doctrine through live-action films that replace the actors' voices with children's voices, making it fun for the kids to learn. We'll learn more about this now. As I talked with Troy and Melissa, I asked them how they came about to start a film ministry. Well, I'll go back to all the way before we were married. Troy always wanted to go into ministry, so... I didn't know if that meant Africa or somewhere in America or film. So, um, wait a minute, film was a, was an option? Well, actually, we didn't know film was an option then. But uh, okay, all right. Well, I'll jump in. I I had gone to film school, and ever yes. since I was a little kid, <laughs> movies were a passion of mine. So that's all probably right. why in her mind is like, well, or film. <laughs> but they, those dots didn't connect with ministry yet. But just. You know, it could be anywhere, but I knew marrying him, that was definitely an option, and I was committed to that. So, even even if it was Africa, um, that was my, um, you know, young, you know, before married self. <laughs> sure. Well, it, it could have been film in Africa, right? Yes, I mean, who it knows? could have been. It still could be. Who knows? <laughs> um, but that's that's the way our marriage started, and we were just always looking to serve God in any way we could. Um, so, you want to start with that film background of yours? Wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, I, well, I always joke that ever since um, I was casted as the gingerbread man in kindergarten, um, I was bit by the uh, the show business bug. Uh, and so, as a kid, I thought, oh, I want to be an actor. You know, I love the movie, you know, Little Rascals and, you know, adventure movies. And I thought, that's what I want to do. I want to be an actor. And then by the time I got to high school, uh, I realized, oh, I actually want to be a storyteller. That's what I enjoy. I love telling mm. stories. And it's the director and writer who – are more the storytellers than the actor. The actors are the puppets, you know, not to dis- not to uh, d- diminish acting. And we right. do act, yeah. in, or I've been in our movies. You haven't been in any of our movies yet, have I, you? I am a nun. Oh, that's right, them, you are. <laughs> but I don't oh. have any lines. I kind of, and, oh, and I'm like a, a refugee as well, but I that's make right. it so I don't have any lines. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. And we'll explain all that in, in a few moments. But since family is an integral part of your story, tell me about your family. Well, we have three beautiful children, ages almost 15 next week, actually, um, 15, uh, 13, and 11. And okay. um, 
they are just they are just a joy. They are a joy, and even through wow. this ministry, they love helping. They they are just so into doing what they can to help with it, and we just love sharing this with them. What a great age, though, especially doing what you do to in- involve the kids. I know that it's four children. We'll talk more about that. But to involve your own family, and I, I assume you do in making these films, is that's wonderful, Troy. Yeah, absolutely. They, um, our oldest narrated the first three movies, and then our daughter just did the fourth movie with us. And we're hopeful that if the Lord allows, we'll make a couple more, and then our youngest will continue in the uh, the chain of being the MC for As Told by Little Movies. <laughs> if his okay. voice doesn't change first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, let's tell the story of these films. What what are they, and where? What's the vision here? We have to always go back to the context. And um, about 15 years ago at our church, we would hold, uh, we started a, what's called a Reformation Night. And it was a, a, on October 31st when Martin Luther began. Uh, it, well, Martin Luther didn't know he was beginning a Reformation. <laughs> no, he didn't know. <laughs> um, but we look back at that now as the beginning of the, the, the Reformation, of, of the re- reclamation of the gospel. And um, so our church, we decided, well, maybe we could put this on. And Melissa was only a week away from having our oldest. My ankles were very swollen. And I, at oh. that time, I was thinking, wow, why are we doing this right now? But, <laughs> you know, because I, I was with child, with my first child, and now I, I'm so thankful that we started that 15 years ago. Our kids have grown up with it, and they're now helping with the games and... Um, and it's turned into something else. Yeah, and and so we used to do skits, and we'd have the kids involved in skits. And I remember a few years into it, I thought, it's so sad that people only get to see these skits one time, and then that's it. And, you know, we put a lot of effort into to, to putting them on. And so, with my film background, and, and, you know, I went on to, I actually got a history degree uh, for my bachelor's degree, uh, and then I went on and got a master's degree in film and television production. And so, I guess that kind of gives the background of, uh, the Lord saved me when I was young and gave me a love and interest in history and then in film. And so, they're all kind of colliding in this idea of, hey, why don't we just film it? And then I thought, well, I don't want to just film it where we put a camera and it's just, you know, it's wide and capturing all of the skit on stage. Like, let's really make it immersive and, and a real film. And so that was the genesis of let's make this into a movie. Yes. And we knew that we couldn't be too serious because we just didn't have the budget. <laughs> so our kids actually really liked a show on YouTube called... Uh, kid snippets. Ki- kid snippets, yeah. And they were it was just adults telling stories but with the, kids' voices. Yes, that was and the that key was part. that was the key part. And so we thought, well, why can't we do that with our films? Just have kids kid voices to adult actors, and that would take away that, I don't know, serious kind of stigma, that expectation for it to look Amazing. <laughs> Although we we still wanted it to be quality, but we knew we just didn't have all our, all our actors are technically volunteers um, okay. still. So um, yeah, we don't we haven't quite gone the SAG after route yet. We're we're <laughs> tapping into we're you know we're only um, we we're only sixty miles from Hollywood here, so we we could give you know Tom Cruise a call and but we just yeah. uh, don't have the budget for that yet. Right. <laughs> Well, I saw in your bio that you handed uh, Tom Hanks Advil one time, so there's a there's a start, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was an intern when I was in film school on the Sony Studios lot, and uh, 
I, you know, I, somebody gave me some great advice, like wherever you're at, just, you know, actually it's biblical advice, whatever you do, do put your hands to it and do it well. You know, I'm paraphrasing there, but, um, so I was on the lot doing my job, but then I'd get off work and I just tried to get to know people. And, and so I got to know the second assistant director for Castaway and they were shooting on lot there. And I, uh, so he, he said, it's totally, he knew I was a student, come in, just be a wallflower. And if anybody asks, you know, just tell them my name. You're with me. So I just sat there and just watched the production. And what they were doing on that particular day was inside one of the giant sound stages, they have a big uh, water tank. And the sequence where Tom Hanks' airplane crashes, you know, the FedEx plane crashes into the water, and then he's floating around trying to get onto a, a raft, that was all shot in Culver City, California, <laughs> with a giant blue screen all the way around it. So I'm just okay. watch, I'm watching that, and then the next day I came and watched it again, and um, all of a sudden, a crowd gathered around me. I'm being a wallflower. This crowd gathers around me, and uh, it's like the director, Robert Zemeckis. Uh, it's Tom Hanks. It's a couple other key people on the set, and I'm just like going, this is so cool, but at the same time going, I hope nobody says, who's this guy? Why is he standing here? <laughs> <laughs> but I had I had grabbed a packet of Advil because um, I had a two-hour commute back to Riverside, and I thought, well, if I ever get a headache, I'll just keep this little packet of Advil. And I had it in my front pocket lo and behold what does tom hanks say he walks up everyone's like hey tom how you doing he's like i'm i'm doing good but oh man i got this headache i just can't get rid of and and everyone's like get mr hanks uh, you know some advil get him some water and people start scrambling and i'm sitting here going do i should i and then i went i've got some advil and i pull it out of my pocket he goes oh thanks man thank you so much so he takes it some gives some water and so I like to think that his performance was aided a little bit by me that day when you watched that right. scene in yeah, Castaway. I hope they gave you credit in the film. You you remind me of the little boy with his lunch who gave it to Jesus. You know, he gave all he he gave all he had. <laughs> well, let, let's get back to Martin Luther. This first film that you made, you made it for your church. Yes, and it's adult actors telling the story of Martin Luther, but children's voices. That's right. Uh, and I have to admit, the first time I saw this, I was kind of like, "Whoa, wait, I'm I can't." reconcile what i'm hearing with what i'm seeing here <laughs> but the more that i watch the more i realize this is for kids this really reaches kids on their levels talk more about that we try to add little bits of humor that the kids will understand but also for adults too we kind of like to think of it as how pixar kind of puts the in those easter eggs of humor um mm-hmm. we try to do that as well so the adults do enjoy it but yes it's it's definitely on the kids level so they can learn about church history because Troy and I grew up um, not learning so much of that in our childhood. And when the world of church history opened up to me, I was a young teenage Christian. It changed so much. It changed my worldview. It changed how I saw even the Bible because uh, the Bible itself, the fact that we have it in our hands today is because of uh, the Reformation and reformers who lived and sometimes died to get the Bible in the common people's hands. So it's very important for children to know those things. We'll continue talking with Troy and Melissa about their Little People films coming up here on First Person. I'm Ed Cannon. The Far East Broadcasting Company partners with First Person because we celebrate the stories of people everywhere who have given their lives to Christ and serve Him. Our broadcasters in 50 countries of the world hear stories every day 
of people whose lives are transformed by the gospel and who have faithfully been taught God's word. In addition to First Person, I'm pleased that Wayne and I host a podcast, and we invite you to join us. Listen to Until All Have Heard at febc.org. That's febc.org. My guests are husband and wife, Troy and Melissa Lamberth, and they are the founders of Five Solas Media, which is producing some films we're talking about here today. We started talking about Martin Luther, but you've done more than that now. How many films altogether in this series, Troy? Yeah, we have uh, four movies that we've done. The Martin Luther, As Told by Littles. Then the next year happened to be the 500th anniversary of the Reformation. And that's really why we did a second one. We're like, oh man, the year before we did Martin Luther, what are we going to do on the 500th anniversary? And it just seemed natural to tell the story of his wife, Katharina von Bora, or as she is affectionately known as Katie Luther. And mm-hmm. um, and so we did that one as a follow-up. And then we've also done John Calvin, who was a key reformer. And we just this year, literally last month, released um, John Knox as Told by Littles. And he was a okay. Scottish reformer. So these are truly educational church histories being taught here to children. Do you have a certain age in mind for kids watching this? Well, um, we've heard from all ages, from toddler and up. We do try to put a variety of things in there, but probably 6 to 12. Yeah, I think that's probably the key key demographic there. But like Melissa said, I mean, we, we... have heard from, you know, teenagers, homeschool moms, you know, even adults who don't have kids who say, wow, I I didn't know that about church history. And it was so helpful to to watch it in such a fun, fun way. But then I, we, in fact, a lady just the other night said, did John Knox really say some of those things? And, and Melissa wrote the script for it. She did a lot of research on it. And was able to work in, you know, that's that's the fun part that we really enjoy is weaving in the actual words of these uh, men and women. Um, and and when you look at these words, you know, sometimes we think of history and theology as dry and dusty, and that is so unfortunate because what we're talking about is human beings who lived in real times with real challenges and a real Savior who promised um, – you know, what did Jesus say right before he was crucified? You know, in this world, you will have trouble, but take courage, take heart. I have overcome the world. These are Christians who have overcome. Now, some of them died for the faith, but their their faith still has overcome. Their faith is still a witness and an encouragement to us. So, we we even though, yeah, it's targeted towards kids, we know so many adults, including ourselves, who have been greatly encouraged by these stories. Yes, and when you read the actual words of these reformers, Martin Luther, John Calvin, uh, John Knox, Martin Luther was known for being brash and he had a sense of humor, but there was also a very pastoral heart that he had. Mm-hmm. And then John Calvin, he's kind of known for being, uh, I don't know, brash as well, but and maybe sometimes maybe, cold. Yeah, cold. But when reading the actual words of John Calvin, I was so encouraged. He has such a pastoral heart for people to really know the true Christ and the t- true gospel. And then for John Knox, he's known as being like ah, against tyrants. But then when I read him, um, even when he was writing those tyrants, all the Marys that the Queen Marys that he wrote, even after uh, there were Protestants that were killed, even though the Mary. Uh, the queen at the time in Scotland um, said she wasn't going to. Uh, he was so 
gracious in his language, and it could have been the formality at the time, but um, even when he was talking to Mary, Queen of Scots, whom he met with several times, um, he was very pastoral, very gracious. He he wanted her to know the true Christ. He wanted her to know the gospel, and that was really their goal. Well, when there is such um, a need for not only biblical literacy, but also historical biblical literacy, uh, I think you guys are doing a real good job here. Your latest is John Knox. Uh, it's about a, what, 20, 21-minute film. So it's going to hold the attention of those kids that you mentioned in that age group. And yet it's going to teach them some important things. Now, you you say it's as told by the littles. Where, where, does, where does this uh, littles concept come from? It, it's funny how necessity is the mother of inventions. And yes. <laughs> when, we, when we were um, – we made our Martin Luther movie after we showed it at church. We, you know, we had our big premiere at church. We thought, well, let's just put it up on YouTube and Facebook and, you know, bless – you know, let other people enjoy it, you know, be, be blessed by it. And so, I'm, I'm literally typing in – well, even our name at that time, I, I, I just said – Let's see, Five Solas Films. That sounds like a good name for a title. And, you know, those who don't know, the Five Solas uh, are, are, you know, that we, that Scripture alone is the authority mm-hmm. of the Christian life. And, and Scripture alone teaches how one is to know God and to be saved. Well, how is that? By faith alone, through grace alone, in Christ alone. Those are the things that our, God has shown us in Scripture. It's, it's not by our works. It is by embracing uh, Christ through faith and that it's a free gift. We don't have to earn it or, or merit it. And that all of life is for the glory of God alone. So, that's that's what the five solas were. And that's really what the Reformation was all about. So, anyways, I, I, that's the title we chose. And then I'm typing and going, well, how do I let people know what this movie is about? And I think... Littles, you know, that's a term that moms tend to get. Oh, my, I'm we're, we're going to get together with our littles and hang out with our littles. And so I was like, well, as told by kids, no, nah, that doesn't have a ring. I uh, see uh, four children from a children's perspective. And then I don't know, it literally just rolled out as told by littles because that's what it is. It's little kids <laughs> telling the great story of history and God's providence. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which do you prefer? Do you prefer directing the adults who's uh, who are doing the acting, or do you prefer to direct the kids who are doing the voiceovers? Oh, wow. Ooh, that's difficult. Uh, the kids are so fun. And honestly, they are. You, you say, say it this way, and for the most part, they just say it that way. So, um, it's, it's completely different than directing the adults. Uh, I would... I, I, I like both. They're different. Yeah, both are so fun. It, it, so, it's a little difficult because sometimes people ask, well, which which is, which do you do first? And we record the kids first, uh, and then that way the uh, adult actors can actually kind of mouth the voices. Oh, but, okay. I yeah. wondered about that. Okay. Yeah, and that's, it, you know, I got that from, that's how they do most animated movies, is, is that you bring in the talent first, they do the, all the recording, and then the animators, you know, uh, animate the mouths so it looks like they're actually talking. And so, that's how we decide to do these and the kids um, are so fun because we can actually improvise with them and that's what I love working in an improvisational sort of setting and so there are lines that end up in the movie that are not in the script but in the in the the heat of recording and being excited about it, sometimes sometimes the kids say things that are not all what was there, but it's so cute <laughs> that we keep yes. it in. Yes, and we we keep to. in the um sometimes because they're just so cute. But uh, it's yeah. actually a it's a lot more difficult to direct the adults just because we're directing them to mouth what the kids say. So right. it's it's yeah. um it is a lot more work. It's fun. It's fun work, but it is a lot more work. And with the kids, they. 
we say it, then they repeat it, and sometimes repeat it way cuter than what we said. So it's it's that part is very fun. So you started with Martin Luther, and your latest is on John Knox. What came in between, and how many of these videos are there? Yeah, so we right after Martin Luther, we made The Bride of Martin Luther, and I guess that's a bit of my an homage to my film history classes there, The Bride of Frankenstein. Uh, but Katie Luther totally was, different movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We can't, we can't compare. We Katie cannot Luther. compare because Katie no. is an amazing story, um, and uh, and how she came alongside and really was used by the Lord to encourage Luther, um, who at times was very discouraged, and sometimes. When you read his writings, you can see that he's a bit like Spurgeon. I think struggled at times with a, mm-hmm. as they called it back in the day, some melancholy. Um, mm-hmm. But Luther, yeah. uh, Katie was right there by his side, encouraging him, pressing him on, and and actually, you know, really running the household while he was out, you know, doing the preaching and teaching and so forth. But so we did uh, Katie Luther, and then we did John Calvin, and both of those, by the way, Wayne won best short film for a church at the National Religious Broadcasters, which we were. Yeah, I wonder- to bring that up. Congratulations. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) We were blown away and surprised. I mean, we just made them for our church, put them on YouTube and Facebook. Facebook is where a lot of people have discovered us. And if you added them all up, they've all been watched well over, you know, 100,000 times, which just blows us away. And we hear from people all over the world, from Sweden, Australia. In fact, the guy who does all of our graphics, our our posters, and did our DVD cover for the John Knox movie, uh, his name is Mevin, and he lives on the island of Mauritius in the middle of the Indian Ocean. Yes. There's a testament to how, you know, the internet can be used for evil, but it can be used for (laughs) by God for great good. He saw our Martin Luther movie and was like, hey, can I make a poster for your Katie Luther movie. We didn't know him. We didn't know if he, you know, was going to send us like some crayon drawing <laughs> or what. But and he sent us this poster that was like a Disney movie. It was incredible. It was amazing. So was he's been our graphic artist since then, um, and which has been just an amazing providence. It's fun to see it all come together, isn't it? So, how would you like to see these films being used by by families, by churches, homeschoolers? What What are your thoughts? We definitely have homeschoolers in mind because uh, we are homeschool parents and we definitely have the homeschool families in mind. In our Knox study guide, we even have, it's kind of like a family worship format, but also parents. We want to reach those parents so they could then go on to keep sharing more about church history. And Yeah. We just had a mom say to us recently, thank you so much. You have made church history accessible for our family. Troy, Melissa, thank you for following through on this vision, this calling that God has given to you. We are the beneficiaries of that, so thank you. Uh, You're welcome. It's our pleasure. It's it's a joy. (laughs) Great to be with you, Wayne. I hope you will take the time to learn more about these films that Troy and Melissa Lamberth are producing, which teach children about great people of faith and church history. We'll provide links to their ministry at firstpersoninterview.com so you can easily follow up and consider using this media in your family or church. You'll find the links to Five Solas Media at firstpersoninterview.com. And then let me take a moment to thank the Far East Broadcasting Company for making these interviews possible. FEBC celebrates anyone who follows Jesus Christ and helps build His kingdom. Broadcasting the gospel, FEBC is doing all it can to point people to the Lord in many hard-to-reach countries of the world. And we have the testimony of millions that it is making a difference. To learn more, go to febc.org. Now, with thanks to my friend and producer Joe Carlson, I'm Wayne Shepard. Join us next time for First Person. First Person.